All right, guys, welcome in. It's Brad with College Sportscast. I am here with you today and going to bring you our weekend wrap-up show. I heard a fan offer free dipping dogs if I blew it. I wanted to have some fun, you know, execute. I had bombs. Stay as a team, execute, give 100%. Dipping dogs sound good. All right, guys, welcome back. It's Brad with College Sportscast. What a great weekend of college football, guys. Uh, guys and gals, I hope you got to watch some of it. I hope you got to enjoy some of it. Some teams got beat. Some teams got big wins. Kind of go through everything. Um, John Roberts is usually with me on Sundays, but just a little bit ago, just a few minutes ago, really, um, he sent me a message and said he got a surprise visit from his parents this afternoon and probably wouldn't be able to be on with me. So if you guys are joining and on with me, just know that I'm probably going to be doing this one by myself today. So, uh, but that's cool. Um, got a lot to talk about. Had an excellent, excellent weekend of college football to watch and to enjoy. I hope all of you guys got to do the same. So, uh, Start out by saying, welcome to College Sportscast. We are presented by the Fanboys, and we are featured on Let's Talk Sports, The Real Fresh Channel, Stadium Rent, and Sideline Sports YouTube channels, as well as we are on WSBN-TV Channel 30. How you can find us on WSBN-TV is download the BoxCast app for your Roku TV Fire TV or Apple TV. Once you download the BoxCast app, search for World Sports Broadcasting Network on the BoxCast app through your Roku, Apple, or Fire TV. Once you find that, you can find College Sportscast on Channel 30. Watch us in the comfort of your own home, mobile, on your phone, wherever you, wherever you are. So um, we appreciate all of our people that have us featured on, and I hope you guys get to enjoy that. We are also, um, the Fanboys is sponsored by Pepsi, uh, as well as True Victory. It's a veteran-owned owned sportswear company. Check them out. They have really, really cool stuff. Use code DeFanboys for a 15% discount. And we also have Amazon on thefanboys.com or greenvillesportsmedia.com there is a link to customize your own fan shop so check all of that out and with that said I'm going to kind of dig into the week four of college football with you guys and we'll kind of get started like I said with an absolute killer awesome slate of games there was in the uh, coaches poll, there was seven ranked versus ranked games that included Florida State and Clemson. That is where I will start because that was the first game of the day on Saturday. Um, one of the first games of the day, first big game of the day. Um, you know, it was a back and forth game. Clemson led a lot of it. And, uh, Florida State, Keon Coleman made some spectacular catches late in the game and transfer from Michigan State that is just showing out so far in the um, college football world right now, the first four weeks of the season. Um, and he had a couple of spectacular grabs 
and they won in Clemson 31-24 in an overtime um, and and beat Clemson, who has now got their second loss of the season. Um, four games in, they lost to Duke on the road, and now Clemson State – or Clemson State, Florida State at home. And, um, you know, I'm not sure what to think of where Clemson is going to go. I would think two, two losses four weeks in – pretty much is going to knock them out of the college football playoff race. I just, you know, they are 0-2 for the first time in the ACC since 2010. Um, So that's been a long time ago. Uh, 13 seasons ago um, is the last time that that happened. So, you know, with that said, I mean, even if Clemson runs the table, in the ACC and winds up six and two with depending on what happens with Florida state and Duke, um, you know, Clemson may not make the ACC championship game after that loss. We will see. I mean, you know, it depends on what happens throughout the season. Um, but, um, you know, that's a monster loss really uh, for Clemson, especially at home. It's a game that uh, most Clemson people and fans and team, um, you know, thought that they would win at home. It's the first time that Florida State has beat them in seven years. And also, I think it's the first time in 10 years that they beat them on the road at Clemson. So it was a huge win. It was a huge win for Florida State. They are now setting 4-0 and have probably the two most, as far as two in four games, probably have the two most impressive wins of the season so far. I mean, the first week they beat they beat LSU, um, who has since looked pretty good. Um, and I will get to their game later um, in this broadcast. But uh, uh, Florida State – beat LSU in the first week and beat them pretty good. And then win Saturday, win yesterday at Clemson uh, 31-24 in an overtime. Jordan Travis, like I said, hit Keon Coleman a couple of times late in the end zone. Clemson had a shot. They missed a field goal, you know, late in the game. Um, with I think it was less than two minutes, like a minute and 40, 50 seconds left in the game, I believe. Um, uh, they missed a field goal that, you know, possibly could have put them ahead enough to, to, you know, to capture the win. And it wasn't that long of a field goal, if I remember. I think it was like 33 or 37 yards or something like that. Uh, it's a field goal that really and truthfully they should be able to – kick and win, um, you know, uh, but that did not happen. So, um, you know, um, some of the other big games, I had the ranked games up there that, that um, I was talking about. So Ohio State, last play of the game, literally one second left, one yard to go on the one-yard line, no timeouts, ran the ball, and pushed into the end zone and beat Notre Dame at Notre Dame um, 17-14 last night. That was a stellar game and uh, a, a great game to watch and a great game to uh, just enjoy and just to sit and watch. It was kind of – it was low scoring. Um, it was 3 to nothing at halftime. Ohio State actually led 10 to nothing. Um, and Notre Dame come back late uh, with two touchdowns and went ahead 14 to 10. Ohio State got the ball back, I think, with about five minutes to go, somewhere around the five-minute mark in the game, and marched down. Um, had a, Notre Dame had a penalty or two late in there that kind of helped them uh, get the ball closer and get towards the goal line. And 
they cashed it in and beat them. Um, so Ryan Day got a huge win last night for Ohio State. Um, they endured um, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. being out for a little while. He did return late in the game, but he twisted his ankle in the game. Um, did return in that game. We'll see what that means for you know next week and the next week after that. I'm not sure, uh, but sometimes you know you can return adrenaline shot whatever and return in a game and then later uh, you know you don't get to uh, it, it swells up and, and everything. So we'll see what what happens with that. But it's a huge win um, for for Ryan Day, Ohio State to be able to go into South Bend and, and get a win like that. It's a, a huge win for them. Um, you know, they had a couple of times had not looked the greatest offensively. Um, and, you know, it's it a defensive battle last night, but it was a great game and a great finish. Absolutely fantastic finish to watch. I hope you guys got to enjoy some of that. Um, so that was another battle there that was that was you know uh, a ranked versus ranked teams. Um, Washington State last night, guys. If you guys don't know Cameron Ward by now, it's time you guys start paying attention. This cat is ridiculous. He had over 400 yards. He counted for over five TDs last night. Washington State at one time was ahead by 21 points over Oregon State. It was in Washington at Washington State, um, but man, what a game it was! And Cameron Ward is—if you guys don't know that name, you need to find that name out and you need to watch Washington State. This team is for real. Oregon State did attempt a comeback. You know they got it down to three points. Washington State late in that game, um, you know, ran the ran the clock out and, and beat them thirty eight to thirty five. Um, it was a upset because Oregon State was favored in that game at Washington State by like two and a half or three points, and Washington State pulled it out at home. You know, um, good for them. I'm, I'm kind of pulling for both of these teams, Oregon State and Washington State. They are the two teams that have been left out of all this uh, conference realignment and don't know exactly what they're going to do this coming this next year. Um, they don't even have a chance to make a schedule or nothing for next year yet. They are fighting to be able to do that. So I am pulling for both of those teams. It was a great game to watch. Washington State pulls it out um, after being up kind of big in this game. And like I said, if you don't know Cameron Ward, you need to watch Washington State and 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 you know and pay attention to this cat. This guy is amazing with as a quarterback. Like I said, he had, he had over 400 yards last night. He accounted for five TDs. One of them was rushing, but he accounted for five TDs last night. And he's just an amazing quarterback and athlete. And the Pac-12 is loaded with um, quarterbacks, loaded with them, absolutely loaded with quarterbacks. And if you are a fan of great quarterback play and throwing the ball all, all over the field and touchdowns and high scores, you need to be paying attention to some Pac-12 football because it is for real. There are some really great teams Another one Pac-12 game yesterday was Utah versus UCLA, and I want to say this: Cam Rising did not play again. He was questionable for the game. He did set it out. It was at Utah, and this Utah team, guys, they can play some defense. They held UCLA scoreless. They were still scoreless with about eight minutes to go in the game. One fourteen to seven with the backup quarterback Nate Johnson, I think is his name, um, and remain undefeated. They have won twelve straight um, home Pac-12 games, two straight Pac-12 championship titles. 
Um, this Utah team is for real. They are physical, and they play some defense. There is not many teams out there in the Pac-12 that you can say that with, but Utah is definitely one of them. There's a whole lot of offense and a lot of good quarterbacks. And Utah has one, too, if he can come back and play healthy. Um, and that's Cam Rising that I really, really like. But outside of that, this Utah team has got the defense. They are for real. Um, like I said, they won yesterday 14-7 to and kept them basically scoreless for most of the game. So um, that was a great game, ranked. Then you had Oregon that basically embarrassed Colorado yesterday, 42 to six, I think, um, you know, Colorado's great story. Um, I think that they will have a, you know, they've, they've already had a much improved season. They're now three and one, they were ranked. Um, and, uh, you know, they're going to go from here. They have a tough game next week with USC, but later in the season, there's, you know, they play Stanford and they play Arizona State and they play Arizona, Arizona, I believe. You know, there's some winnable games in there, and I think this team can definitely get to a bowl, um, which will be a huge plus for Colorado and for Dion and for their fans. So, um, but Oregon looked really, really good yesterday. Bo Nix, um, I think he only had about five incompletions. Had nearly 300 yards. Um, looked really good. Oregon looked great yesterday as well. Um, so that was another. Uh, that was three ranked Pac-12 games yesterday. Then you had Alabama and Ole Miss. I was really kind of surprised by Ole Miss a little bit. I don't think they played up to their standards. Um, and that's kind of been the case when they play Alabama for some reason. And I – can't really get my finger on it. Alabama played better, but they still had a bunch of penalties. They had a couple of forced turnovers. I thought Milrow started. Milrow played better, but he still forced it in there, had some turnovers late. I mean, turnovers in the game. Um, I thought there was plenty of chances for Ole Miss to um, – you know, make a move in this game. And it just didn't happen. They lost 24 to 10. It was in Tuscaloosa. It's never an easy place to play. But I I, I still am not – I think Alabama was better. They picked their starter with Milrow. Um, you know, they got one in the, in the bag to take home, you know, a win. And we'll see. I'm still not 100% sold. Their defense played better yesterday, of course, because Ole Miss had been lighting it up, and they only got 10 points yesterday. Um, I thought their offensive line played better in the second half than they did in the first for Alabama yesterday. Um, but we'll see exactly what that means. But it was a big win for Alabama, a little disappointing for Ole Miss, um, and that was one of the ranked teams or ranked games yesterday as well um trying to think there was another one oh penn state demolished iowa 31 to nothing um in happy valley last night so uh penn state's looking strong looking really good um i think um iowa's got a ways to go still um offensively and uh you know, they stayed within, you know, 14 to 17 points for most of the game. Penn State, I think, scored two late touchdowns to make the score look a lot worse than really what it was. But at the same time, Penn State's a good team. I always got a good defense, and to score 31 on them is always, always a good thing. So uh, I thought Penn State looked well, looked good yesterday as well in their win, um, and that kind of – talks about some of the ranked teams and ranked games from yesterday. Excuse me. <laughs> when you have to sneeze while you're on a podcast. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, the new AP poll come out a couple of hours ago, so I'm going to kind of run through the, the brand new AP poll. Um, there is some movement in the AP poll this week. I, I've been talking about yesterday myself. I've been calling yesterday the uh, statement Saturday with all these ranked teams and, and ranked games and a bunch of other good games that I'm kind of going to going to kind of go through. I thought this was statement Saturday for college football week four. Uh, and because of that, I think there's some movement in the AP poll this time. Um, some that I agree with and some that I don't. So Georgia's number one, Michigan's number two. Texas stayed the same as at number three. Ohio State jumped two spots into four, and Florida State went down a spot winning in Clemson. I get Clemson was unranked in the AP poll, and Notre Dame was like 10th. Maybe ninth. Ninth, I think, in the AP poll last week. Um, but still, playing – you know, playing at Clemson, the other Death Valley, um, you know, is a tough place to play. They hadn't beat them in seven years, ten years there. I mean, I think it's a great win. I don't see how you can drop Florida State a spot after that win at Clemson, but they did. They fell to five. You got Ohio State jumping two spots. Florida State is at five. Penn State moved up a spot to six. Um, Washington moved up to a spot to number seven to lead the Pac-12 um, because USC fell three spots. Kind of struggled last night with Arizona State. They did win 42-28, to but this Arizona State team last week, week before, was pretty abysmal. Some quarterback injuries had to play a fourth-string quarterback in a game. Um, I just – they really kind of struggled with this game. Um, last night, late, it was a late-night game, Arizona State. It was a seven-point game with like five minutes to go. Um, you know, and it easily could have, you know, one turnover or if Arizona State could have got the ball back, I mean – you know, but they did score a touchdown and and beat them forty two to twenty eight. USC dropped three spots in the AP poll for Week Five um, to number eight. Oregon moved up a spot to number nine, and Utah is ten. So, just for the record, seven, eight, nine, and ten are all Pac twelve teams. They have four teams all at the end of the top ten. Um, you have Washington, USC, Oregon, and Utah that are now all inside the top 10 of the AP poll for week five. I think that's big time. I think this Pac-12 is for real this year. I wish they wasn't going away myself, um, but it is what it is. I'm going to enjoy this season uh, for college football, and I think the Pac-12 is a really, really good conference they're one or two. I mean, honestly, they, they might be the best conference um, through five or through four weeks heading into the fifth week. Uh, Notre Dame fell two spots to 11 after the late loss last night on the last play. It was a walk-off. Um, so uh, Alabama moved up a spot to 12, and LSU fell down a spot. To 13. I really don't agree with that one either. LSU, Arkansas played a well of a game last night. KJ Jefferson was fantastic. I don't get they had they used all the timeouts and they, they didn't have any timeouts late in the game. They couldn't stop the clock. And it's two and a half minutes to go. And they couldn't stop the clock. And Ohio State just ran it out and kicked, kicked a chip shot field goal to beat them. Um, really didn't even have to do nothing because they had saved no timeouts at the end of the game 
And if you ask me, that's on the coach. That's that's Sam Pittman. I, I mean, that's that is definitely a bad, bad coaching move in football. I mean, I realize sometimes in a game you gotta you gotta use a timeout here and there, but you absolutely have to have one or two timeouts at the end of the game um, to be able to stop the clock if you need to get the ball back. KJ Jefferson was hot. He was moving the ball down the field. They had come back and scored like on three straight drives to tie the game up. Um, it was 31-31, and or maybe it was 28-28. They won by three. It was either 34-31, I think that was the score, or 31-28. 34-31, I believe. But it was a great game. I was watching that game last night, kind of flipping back and forth. It's a fantastic game to watch. Oklahoma moves up two spots to 14 after a 20-6 win against Cincinnati. North Carolina moved up two spots to 15 um, after a pretty impressive win at Pittsburgh last night. Pittsburgh has now lost three in a row, though. So, you know, I'm not so sure if that's a great win, but winning on the road, primetime, um, was a pretty good win for North Carolina last night. Washington State moves up five spots to 16 with their win over Oregon State. Duke is 17, moved up one spot. Miami um, had a big win the other night and moved up two spots um, to 18. Oregon State fell five spots to 19 after the loss to Washington State last night. Ole Miss fell five spots to 20. Tennessee moved up two spots to 21. Florida moved up three spots to 22, which I still don't agree with. I didn't think they should be ranked last night. They beat a one and three Charlotte team, 22 to seven. Was pretty unimpressive. Last night, I, I didn't think um, that it was very impressive, um, certainly not impressive enough to move up three spots in the AP poll. Uh, but they did slide in Missouri this week at 23, which is who I thought should have been ranked in front of Florida last week at 25. They are 23 this week. Kansas, after a big win yesterday, moves into the 24th spot. And Fresno State moved into the 25th spot in the AP poll. Kansas State moved back up to the um, others receiving votes. The first one in Kentucky moved into the second others receiving votes. Colorado is fell to the third others receiving votes in the AP poll. So that kind of gives you guys a little rundown of the brand-new Week 5 AP poll. And I like to do that each and every week with you guys here at College Sportscast. And we do this for our weekend wrap-up show. So our next thing that I'm going to run through is college football scoreboard. I've already talked about several of these games. But for the whole weekend, um, I want to start with uh, Georgia State has been pretty impressive uh, the last few weeks, and they beat Coastal Carolina on Thursday, 30-17 to 17, as an underdog favorite. I mean, as an underdog in this game, uh, Coastal Carolina was the favorite. It was at Coastal Carolina, who's had, you know, they've got a great call running back, or running back quarterback, and, you know, they've got a great team and had a great team the last few years. And I just wanted to point that, that out. Wisconsin beat Purdue 38-17. North Carolina State hung on and beat Virginia at Virginia 24-21. Not overly impressive. I think Virginia's not that great of a team. Boise State beat San Diego State at San Diego State 34-31. Air Force beat San Jose State 45-20. Impressive win by Air Force. Kentucky beat Vandy 45-28. Go Cats. <laughs> All right. M Michigan um, scored 31 straight points and beat uh, Rutgers 31-7 to at the big house. It was in um, Harbaugh's return because he'd been suspended. Um, already talked about Clemson and Florida State. 
Oklahoma, Cincinnati. I already said that score. Syracuse got another big win um, over Army, 29 to 16. They are undefeated um, so far. Texas A&M beat Auburn, 27 to 10 last night. Yesterday, um, Auburn doesn't look good offensively. They they're they're not bad defensively. But man, they struggled yesterday on the on the uh, the touchdown was a defensive touchdown too, I believe. I mean, they really really struggled offensively, and I think they played three quarterbacks and only had fifty six passing yards. Three quarterbacks. <laughs> I mean, um, Wigman Connor Wigman got hurt. Max Johnson come in through two through two through two TD passes. And brought them back, uh, you know, and, and wins twenty-seven to ten. Troy beat Western Kentucky yesterday, twenty-seven to twenty-four, and rebound from a loss. Marshall beat Virginia Tech, twenty-four to seventeen. Um, TCU beat SMU, thirty-four to seventeen. Tulsa beat Northern Illinois, twenty-two fourteen. Toledo beat Western Michigan, forty-nine to thirty-one. Um, Georgia Southern beat Ball State 40 to 3. I already said the Oregon, Utah, see Duke beat UConn 41 to 7. Miami beat Temple 41 to 7 as well. Illinois beat FAU 23-17. Maryland beat Michigan State 31 to 9. This Michigan State team is in shambles. Um, I think they fired their coach with all that stuff that was going on. So they're in shambles. Uh, Nebraska beat La Tech 28-14. Louisville beat BC 56-28. Put up a bunch of points yesterday. Kansas beat BYU. That was an impressive win at home, 38-27. West Virginia beat Texas Tech yesterday, 20-13 at West Virginia. I just want to give a round of applause to Neil Brown. I'm serious. Like I really like Neil Brown. He's an ex-Kentucky guy, uh, player, and offensive coordinator. And he's been on the hot seat for the last two years. He made it through the offseason. He's only he, when, when this season started, he's only three wins under 500. It's not like he has been terrible, completely terrible. It's not been great. Um, but I'm glad to see him. He is now three and one and won three pretty, you know, good games. Beat Pittsburgh last week, beat Texas Tech this week. Um, you know, and uh, you know, I'm hoping with uh that now that he is setting three and one, that he has he's in my opinion, he's officially off the hot seat at least for the remaining part of this season. We'll see how it goes. Um, but my take is I think he's off the hot seat at least for the remaining part of this season. We'll see if he wins enough to keep his job at the end of the season, but that's where I think we are with that. Um, New Mexico beat UMass in an OT 34-31. Ohio beat Bowling Green 38-7. Miami of Ohio – 162 to 20 over maybe that's Dayton. I'm not even sure who that is. It's initials. So uh, Tennessee beat UTSA 45 to 14. Iowa State beat Oklahoma State yesterday 34 to 27. I, I don't know what to say about about Oklahoma State. Like I, they're they're not good. It doesn't look like at all. This Iowa State team was averaging like 10 points in offense. They scored 34 points yesterday. Um, Southern Florida USF beat Rice 42 to 29. Jacksonville State beat Eastern Michigan 21 nothing. Um, ECU beat Garner Webb 44 nothing. Liberty beat FIU 38 to six. Georgia Tech got a big win yesterday over Wake Forest 30 to 16 in the ACC. Um, instead the Florida Houston beat Sam Houston 38 to seven. 
Colorado State bounces back after their um, overtime loss to Colorado the week before. Beat Middle Tennessee State 31-23. to Arizona beat Stanford 21 to 20. Tulane 136 to 7. Wyoming come back and beat App State yesterday. Wyoming was ahead 19 to 7. And I mean, App State was ahead 19 to 7. And Wyoming come back and beat them late in this game 22 to 19. It was at Wyoming. It was a great game. I don't know if any of you paid attention to it, but that was one of the um, offbeat games that I thought was going to be a really good game, and it turned out to be just that. Um, it was a good game to watch. Arkansas State got a win over Southern Miss yesterday, 44-37. to Congrats, Butch, John, or Butch Jones. Um, Texas State beat Nevada, 35-24. Georgia beat UAB 49-21. Texas beat Baylor 38-6. This Baylor team, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, um, even Iowa State. There's some teams in the Big 12 that I don't think is all that great, just to be honest. Um, Indiana beat Akron yesterday 29-27 in a four-overtime game. Missouri got a nice win over 3-0 Memphis team, uh, 34-27. Brady Cook did play and looked still pretty good um, in that game where he'd gotten injured the week before. Um, Northwestern got a win yesterday in overtime against Minnesota, 37-34. Minnesota was ahead in this game a little bit, and Northwestern come back and fought and won this game um, with all they have going on in their um, athletic department and the college – not athletic department, but the uh, football team. It's impressive. Um, it was at home, but this Minnesota team, you know, P.J. Fleck has been doing a great job. I think they're down a little bit this year. Um, South Carolina beat Mississippi State last night in a very good game, 37-30. to 30. And uh, let's see, North Carolina beat Pitt 41-24. to 24. Kansas State beat UCF 44-31. Um, James Madison beat one, uh, Utah State 45-30. to 38. UNLV beat UTEP 45 to 28. Washington demolished Cal last night 40, 59 to 32. Guys, if you guys are not paying attention to the Washington Huskies, shame on you. This team is fantastic. Fantastic receivers. And Michael Penix Jr., in my opinion, that he has them leading the Pac 12. Forget USC, forget Oregon. I think it's Washington. That's my opinion right now. But I think that Washington is playing the absolute best. I mean, guys, they had like 31 points in in the first quarter. Um, Michael Penix, I mean, they were playing third-string guys um, by before the fourth quarter. Um, You know, they give up 32 points, but they they really were playing third-string guys last night. Um, Fresno beat Kent 53 to 10. They're now ranked. Uh, USC struggled with Arizona State 42 28, and Hawaii beat North New Mexico or New Mexico State 20 to 17. So that's kind of a scoreboard wrap up for you guys. Hopefully, that got all the games. I did click it for all the games to come up. If I missed your game and you want it talked about next time, set it comments or something, and uh, we will try to get your team on there as well um, for our college football scoreboard. So we appreciate that, that you guys are with us um, for that. Like I said, if I missed your team and you want another team talked about, just put it in a comment or – or, or something on Facebook or YouTube. 
and we will get to it um, the next time uh, we do our weekend wrap-up show. All right, so biggest statement of the weekend. We try to predict biggest statement of the weekend. Um, I was off this past week. I actually said my biggest statement was going to be Notre Dame. Um, they were really, really close. One play away, I picked them in an upset. Um, they were my upset pick of the week. I was literally two seconds away and one one yard away from, from winning that and lost it. Uh, so I'm going to do the opposite. I mean, I really think Ohio State and Florida State, those are my two teams that I think made the absolute probably biggest statement. And then I'm going to go 2A and 2B. I'm going to go with two Pac-12 teams. I'm going to go with Washington and Oregon as two teams that made probably the biggest statements. Um, I think Washington looks like they, they've been blowing people out and taking people out. And, I mean, they, they look absolutely fantastic in the first half if you watch these games. Um, they're not even playing full strength in the second half. So you really can't tell, uh, you know, as far as the second half and the scores that they're giving up because they haven't had to. So I mean, they've just been blowing the doors off of people. Um, and, you know, this California team is not a, a great team, but, man, I mean, just putting up that kind of points in one quarter is amazing. So those would be my team's. As far as the biggest statement of the weekend, and if you got some more, uh, you know, like I said, put them in the comments. We hope you guys are will uh, watch, and you can put yours in the comment. I would love to see um, what your biggest statement for the weekend would be for this week four for uh, Statement Saturday, like I was talking about. So tell us what your biggest statement is, uh, what team made the biggest statement. Um, I think it's Florida State and Ohio State. Um, that would be my two biggest ones. And like I said, Washington and Oregon would be 2A and 2B. Um, so, like I said, tell us what you got. Now, I've already talked about the two biggest wins and that kind of stuff, but upsets, um, you know, I thought that, you know, when you, when you're looking at upsets, I really think Clemson maybe had one of the bigger upsets of the, you know, of, of the weekend. Um, I think it, it's really going to hurt them down the road think they're falling off just a little bit, um, but we'll see, you know. Um, they played two good opponents. I mean, Duke and Florida State are both good teams, but those are games that Clemson in the past has always been able to pull out and win, and they haven't been able to do that so far this year. And uh, like I said, they got two losses four weeks in and two ACC losses on top of that. So I'm not even sure, depending on how things fall and what Duke and Florida State do for the rest of the season, they're going to be behind them, you know, unless you know, unless they have three ACC losses. I mean, that, that's, that's the – even if, the, if they have two ACC losses and they're all six and two, Clemson's going to be out because they lost to both of them. So they're going to own the tiebreak. These teams have to lose three games in the ACC to make the ACC championship. So that's where, you know, that's where Clemson is. So, you know, my biggest upset so far for the season would probably be Clemson. I had Clemson ranked as high as like sixth or seventh in the country in my preseason poll I've been doing for um, – Greenville Sports Media. Um, you can go there and go to greenvillesportsmedia.com. Check out um, my preseason poll that I've been doing weekly. I think
think it's been coming out on Monday nights. Um, and uh, I've got my own poll, College Sportscast poll. So check that out. But, you know, preseason, I had Clemson ranked seven and Florida State 11. I knew it was going to be close and I knew it was going to be tight. But I really kind of expected Clemson to uh, hold their own, especially at home. Now, I thought maybe later in the year there was a chance in the ACC championship if they matched up again that maybe they would have a little tougher time. But at home, I really thought they would get them in in week four. And, um, you know, so that's kind of – where I think the upset of the season, you know, is biggest surprise so far this year through through week four. You know, I think there's probably several candidates to choose from. But I'm not so sure that it's not Washington State. If you want to go real surprise. So far, Um, Colorado was up there until, you know, until uh, this week with the Oregon game. But I'm not so sure that it's not Washington State, guys. I mean, this team is really, really good. And this quarterback, Cameron Ward, is fantastic. He is definitely entered the Heisman race. He's up there with the Caleb Williams and the Michael Penix Jr. He is in the Bo Nix. He is right there. Um, so, you know, check him out. He has been fantastic. And this Washington state team is for real. Um, you know, they might lose a game or two on the road. I'm not going to say that they're not, I'm not telling you that I think they're going to go undefeated. That's not what I'm saying, but at four weeks in, I really think this Washington state team is, is really, uh, been a surprise. Um, and I'm going to give it to them. As far as um, the biggest surprise so far, that's what I think. Um, tell me what you think. Put it like I said. Put it in the comments, and uh, we'll go from there, guys. Uh, I appreciate you guys being with me, and each week we will kind of do this and go through the college football landscape, talk about all the things that happened throughout the weekend. It was a great, great, great game. A week of games. This week, enjoyed it so much, uh, being able to watch some really great games. The LSU-Arkansas game was great. The Notre Dame-Ohio uh, State game was great. The Florida State-Clemson game was great. Um, you know, Kansas-BYU was a great game. The the South Carolina-Mississippi State last night was a really good game to watch. Um, Spencer Rattler played Freaking fantastic last night. Um, he was 17 of his first 17 passes. Um, he was he wound up being 18 of 20, so it was almost to the end of the game. Um, and was fantastic last night. This Leggett that they have is tearing it up. Receiver catching everything. Um, and taking it to the house. So, you know. He's playing great. So if you hadn't paid attention, that was a good game. Um, there was just some really, really good football to watch this weekend in week four. Um, you know, week five, I'll give you guys a real quick rundown of some games for week five. Let's look at top 25s. For week five, give you guys a quick rundown. So, got a Friday game ranked games um, in week five. Uh, we have Utah playing at Oregon State um, on Friday the 29th. That is 10 versus 19 in the AP poll. So that should be a good game next week on Friday to look forward to. Um, Ranked opponents, Florida plays at Kentucky. Penn State plays at Northwestern, which 
they should win, to be quite honest with you. USC plays Colorado, who is now not ranked, but Georgia plays at Auburn. Michigan plays at Nebraska. Kansas, number 24, plays at Texas next week, which will be one of the bigger games of the weekend next week. Um, they're both undefeated. Kansas is 24. Texas is number three. Um, 23, Missouri plays at Vandy. LSU, number 13, plays at Ole Miss, which will be a great game to catch next week. So there is another ranked versus ranked game. Oregon plays Stanford. Stanford's not real great. That should be a pretty easy win for them. Iowa State plays at Oklahoma. Again, I think Oklahoma should handle that pretty good. And we got another ranked versus ranked opponent. Notre Dame plays at Duke. Should be a really good game. Notre Dame's going to be coming off of that loss from Ohio State. Now they're going and playing at Duke, uh, 11 versus 17. South Carolina plays at Tennessee, number 21, Tennessee. Alabama travels number 12. Alabama travels to Mississippi State. Number seven, Washington plays at Arizona. And Nevada plays at Fresno State. That is the games for the top 25 next week. So we'll look forward to that. There's one, two, three, four. I see four ranked versus ranked AP games next week. So that's going to be great. And uh, look forward to that and talking with you guys about all that. So appreciate that. That That'll be next Sunday for our weekend wrap-up show. All right. So our next show will be Tuesday night. You can catch us. Tuesday night, September the – I didn't change. September the 24th is today. I'm sorry. It'll be Tuesday night, September the 26th at 8 p.m. College Sportscast, the Big Fuss Show. Um, we will have John Hammonds on here with us for sure on Tuesday night. I'll try to get maybe one more. Um, and we'll kind of go back and forth. And this is our hot topic and debate show. We have a couple of uh, great segments called Pick Six, where we do uh, pick six of a topic, like a top six type deal of anything. And then we have one called the no-fly zone, and it's a little fun. And we tell whether or not we think something should fly or not fly in college sports or college football right now. Um, and we have a little fun with it and go back and forth, and we make a little fuss. So I appreciate you guys being with us. Um, again, check us out on our YouTube channel. Give us a follow. We're on, we're on Podbean, Apple, Spotify. You can find us on audio there as well. So all of that, check us out, College Sportscast. We would appreciate it, guys. And I go, hope you guys have a fantastic week. We will see you guys Tuesday night for a little bit of fuss. Y'all have a good night.